to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I'm Larry Monkey, and I'm here with Justin Rogers. What up, my man? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, I got the chickens put up. I've run. The baby's in bed. It's time for a brewski. I, too, am having a brewski. Yes, it's a, the Guinness variety. That, that's my move. But, yeah, man, I'm pumped, pumped, pumped for tonight. Are you pumped? I am pumped. pumped. Yeah, man. I don't think I have the right outfit for this uh, for this journey we're about to go on, though. Oh no! You know, when you put on something like this gentleman did, <laughs> and you get on Twitter and rock it out like he did, I don't have that kind of workout outfit. I was afraid you, know you were going to go there, man. I was afraid you, know you were going mean? to go there. Yeah, you know what I mean, Larry? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everyone knows who we're talking about already. I feel like that's what he wears to the gym every time he goes out. You got it. I got to intimidate people. There it is. You got another voice. Listen, I don't want that shit coming my way, man. That's for sure. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yeah. Let's welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast, Stompy. Boys, I'm excited to be here. Am I even allowed to say your Twitter handle? Like, <laughs> or what? <laughs> Well, so technically, it's not my Twitter handle because it's, li- and this is literally true, under my girlfriend's phone number and uh, <laughs> Google Gmail now that's, account. That's breaking news, if you ask me. I'm banned. My my phone number is banned from Twitter. Um, <laughs> apparently, saying some strong words to people about being racist or anti-science or whatever gets you banned. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we're the I'm the snowflake. Okay, sorry, you are, man. <laughs> yeah, but in addition to being a snowflake, you're writing for Dynasty Nerds too. Yeah, and then I I think we'll we'll see what happens here. I put a um, application article into Rotoviz, so we'll see cool. if it gets published as well. Right before we were uh, just about to start cooking, I saw something about you. Uh, finishing a J.K. Dobbins article that's going to be dropping soon. Yep, is that true? Yep. So you want to get a little teaser for that snippet? Perhaps. I mean, I haven't. So since I've been back, I've been on the J.K. Dobbins train. We'll say he's one of my go-to running backs now. He's part of my list. I was a I, I was a Kamara guy. I'm a Chubb guy. These are my hills. Now I'm a Dobbins so guy. Now you're dating Dobbins, your yep. former Flames. Oh no, no, they're still there. I, oh. this is, <laughs> you're in Utah, is that right? Yeah, right. He's not. He's not monogamous. It's fine. <laughs> oh no, I'm. I'm actually in the birthplace of Mormonism in Missouri. So okay, yeah. So it's fine. It's fine. I have a harem of running backs. I'll say this is all relative, obviously. I mean, Dobbins is still his ADP is still top 10 right now in Dynasty. So it's all relative to the second year running backs. Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, DeAndre Swift, even Akers. That's the one that's kind of driving me more crazy. It was like, how are we placing Akers above Dobbins? I think it comes down to the receiving thing. I'll be honest. I have Akers over Dobbins. If you look at PPR finish last year, there's the top three, which are Al. Dalvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's the only one, obviously, that didn't catch yeah, like 50-plus passes. Yeah, He's an like, extreme outlier. Yeah, but then there's this gigantic tier break where it goes from like 330 points to 260 points. So that that's another thing swinging in that way is that they don't necessarily have to be elite pass catchers. They have to just get enough pass catching. And I think, and this is off of who Dobbins is as a, as a player, where he's at in his career versus Mark Ingram, I, I think it's very possible that Dobbins gets 30 plus receptions this season just because that's how explosive of an athlete he is and they need to give get the ball to him in space right now that's not like elite numbers it's not Alvin Kamara that's not Austin Eckler that's not Christian McCaffrey but that is just enough where he's playing with the 
top five running backs. And if he maintains the touchdown pace he was on, I don't see why he couldn't because they score a lot anyway. And they're not, they don't throw a lot in the red zone. I don't know why J.K. Dobbins couldn't be a top five running back this season. I think at his floor, he's Nick Chubb. He's a back end RB1 at his Ooh, floor. I like the sound wow. of that. That's spicy. Oh, baby. He's definitely in that 10 to 14 range for me in Dynasty. I've got him in that range. I expect him to catch 25 to 35 balls. But when you look at the rest of the top five from last year, it was David Montgomery, Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. Aaron Jones. I mean, all these fairly prominent pass catching guys. James Robinson, he had 60 something. The other thing with Dobbins, though, is that he was one of the most efficient running backs in the game last year. Yeah, that offense definitely lends itself to. Yeah. High. So I, I guess the way I look at it is people are calling Mark Ingram's 2019 a fluke. And I don't agree with that because I think that's what a Lamar Jackson running back will right. do. And we saw it with J.K. Yes. Dobbins. I mean, this last year, we saw it with J.K. Dobbins. He took over the second half of the season and was the RB12 despite, I'll give away the the, the surprising stat. J.K. Dobbins ran 101 or 191 routes to Gus Edwards' 78, I believe. Yeah. Over 100 more routes run. Gus Edwards from week seven on or week eight on had 11 targets to Dobbins' 10. The numbers don't make sense in terms of usage. And I expect a positive regression for Dobbins in terms of targets. Sure. But his efficiency with those targets plus his efficiency on the ground, he had six yards per carry with his first among qualified running backs last year. He was, I think, third in yards created per game. He was 11th overall in yards created despite being like 48th in opportunity share. I just, his efficiency plus the fact that I think there's some regression coming for those running backs in the pass catching side of things. I think Dobbins can tease top five. Maybe maybe back in top five. It's going to be hard for him to pass CMC and, and Kamara and those guys because they're going to get 100 plus targets. But back in top five, even top six. You bring up for- a good point with that Mark Ingram 2019 season because I had that stack. I picked up Ingram in a trade. There was that one Monday night game where they were, I, th- mm-hmm. I think I needed like 50 points and boom, they connected for like three touchdowns in the first yep. half, like via pass. Right. And I had my matchup won by halftime, so I got to go to bed early that night. But yeah, man, if that is Dobbins' floor, why couldn't it be? He's entering his second year and he showed flashes of that at the end of the last season. It's just, I think Akers gets a little more flair because he flashed towards the end too. I think they're both neck and neck. The fact that we have yeah. seven second-year running backs that we're looking at as potential top 12 finishers. Taylor, Swift, Akers, Dobbins, C.H., Gibson, and James Robinson. That's absurd. By the way, James Robinson, probably the most underrated of all of them. Yeah, absolutely. And is one that you, I think people should be trying to trade for him because it doesn't look like to me that they're going to go running back early. They picked up Carlos Hyde. So the moves they're making wow. are just very happy with Rod. And I would have been happy with Robinson dominated last year. He was yeah, awesome. Yep. I'll tease a segue here, but we'll, we'll talk about one of the guys I was advised. I've advised to trade away later in Derrick Henry. If you can get one of those top six, top seven guys, second year running backs, but especially if you can get James Robinson and he can do what he did last year and you can get whatever on top, whether it be a young wide receiver or a young pick for like somebody like Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook. I mean, you could get more than just a pick or a wide receiver. You can get more than that for, for those elite guys. You should be able to, yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. I would say you lose a little bit at the running back position, but you still have a, a great producer there, and then you have future value too. Yeah, see, for me, you know, everyone says, oh, undrafted, yada, yada, yada. The thing that people don't think about is 
how well-rounded of a player he is. Mm. He's To me, he's more Arian Foster than he is Philip Lindsay. And I like Philip Lindsay. He didn't catch the ball with great efficiency. He was a guy that was in there for situational possession. Whereas James Robinson is a three down back. Caught 49 to 60 targets. Can't complain about that at all. I mean, there's there's something to be said for someone who is able to be on the field for three downs. Team felt comfortable with him out there. It's not like they were looking for bodies midseason to fill a void. They were just like, oh, we're just going to keep rolling James out there and killing it. And that's what he did. And I, I mean, he's getting a better quarterback he's gonna have a better offense oh, man yeah what yeah, marvin jones dj chark and lavisca chanel who i'm ex- extremely excited about is lavisca chanel this year yeah. with trevor lawrence and james robinson like you're gonna they're gonna score more regardless and i mean if that's the case he's gonna score more looks like a good offense to me yeah oh baby you heard about that scott fishbowl right you heard about that stompy you ever been in one of those nope justin you got one last year right i, I made an appearance in the scott fishbowl one time yeah. Nice. I didn't get the opportunity to wear that fancy suit. We're on the show with a former champion <laughs> of the SFB. SFB yeah. 8. That's yeah. right. I don't know, man. When was the last time you told someone you were the SFB champ or former SFB champ? I'm a former president. I'm not nearly as famous, but I don't pay for drinks ever again. So not um, like a, any Britain McHenry uh, parking lot situations where you're just like, don't you know who I am? Nope. You know, nothing like that. I mean, that. everybody, I I think generally most people in the fantasy football space know who I am, if not because I'm loud and I just say it a lot. Now, how did your friends react when you told them? Because I know you had to tell your buddies, like your real life friends. <laughs> like well, if, I told, if I told mine, first of all, I've told them about the Scott Fishbowl and they're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, so the, the funny thing is like, people here where I work and, and live. I don't really have friends that watch or football do anything with football. They're not sports teams related, yeah, right, yeah, mm-hmm. but my college friends and the guys who I play fantasy football with from school found out and they're like, well, first they were like, well, I didn't even know you were an analyst. And I was like, well, I tried to keep it that way. Do you have a home league with any of those guys? Oh, yes. And it drives <laughs> me so fucking crazy. I'm the, I'm the brunt of the jokes in those leagues. What, you guys don't what, know. That's, the that's real, where I'm at. You don't even know the real me. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the Scott Fishbowl, well, I mean, not only do we have a former champion on, we are also entering our second year of the SFB Potathon, and we will be on it for a second straight year justin i'm stoked uh, about that it was that a good time last time very excited too sal's a garbage human being so <laughs> i'm telling you what so we're in a couple leagues together which one you want to get into first hq1 or the ddcl boy let's get in the ddcl and then we'll we'll talk about hq1 and, and trades and stuff your namesake basically the, yeah. the dynasty diagnostic champions league we, yeah. we talk about this league pretty much every week more or less right justin we're yeah. both in it we're both in the league i was an og uh member and justin he was a part of the vision startup yeah yeah, you know, I love Aton came up with this. I mean, I he pro- I don't know if he came up with it, but I, this is the only league that I play like this. He was on the show a while back, and he gave us the whole lowdown of how he w- wanted to make it like a like one of those soccer leagues that he yeah. root for. Yeah, yeah, the Premier League. Yeah, right, 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 right. So that was like as American ignorant as it could have been, right there. Oh, uh, one of them soccer leagues. Like, one of them there. <laughs> <Liga> <laughs> Premier. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what I would expect out of Larry. So, all right, yeah, yeah. on brand. <laughs> I am a, I'm a, I'm a Tottenham Hotspur guy, quite honestly. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Start hey, dropping yeah. names. I got second in year one. There you go. So the DDCL is, you know, we've talked about it. It's it's a, a four copy league, four divisions of twelve, and 
I really don't understand like the end of the season. <laughs> I just <laughs> set my lineup and somebody will tell me if I won or not. You know, that's how it went down this past year. And I, I did pretty well. But I'll tell you what I am looking forward to this rookie draft. You know why? Because I got the one four. Now, now is that the one oh four like the like one of the one oh ones? No, is that like the one sixteen that so it's a it's that's the best part. This rookie draft. There's 48 teams are and they're all in the same rookie draft. So it's like one, 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 two, 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 three, 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 three. So I have the one sixteen, which basically equates to the one four. Uh, if you break it out four ways. Now, the best part about this is the how I got the one four is through a trade I made with Stompy <laughs> last season. Towards the end of the actually it wasn't last season, at least season prior. Two seasons ago. This is a fantastic story. For me, not for Stompy, because he was contending and he had a, a terrible. I mean, I don't even know how he was contending. He, I mean, this because guy I know was- how to put running backs together. My, my <laughs> quarterbacks, my quarterbacks. See, this is if Larry this- made an appearance on the Trade Addict show and they asked him in his interview part, "What's the best trade you ever made?" This would be it. Would it? Um, so this is He's up there. This is what happened to me with my quarterbacks, <laughs> and I can't. I mean, I'd have to go back. But I drafted Andrew Luck. Yes. Yeah. Right before he retired. The draft was right before the season, too. I had Matt Stafford, and then I completely forgot to get my third, I think. <laughs> and so it was like down to. Oh, Hogue would be so disappointed in you. I win stuff. Hogue doesn't. <laughs> Hogue doesn't. Hogue builds rosters and then doesn't win anything. Well, it's because he's taking Aaron Rodgers in the first round of a. Of a I'm gonna start. I'm gonna actually go back to it was it 2019 and I'm gonna look because I, I need to remember what my my team looked like. It was in bad shape. You had no quarterbacks going into the playoffs. No, that's right because I had Matt Zero. Stafford who hurt his back. Yeah, he, he missed the last <laughs> eight games. He missed eight games. It was like oh, oh shit. forgot about that. <laughs> You're headed to the playoffs with no and and Kyle Allen just got like the starting nod for like uh, oh yeah and Carolina the, uh, the trades I was having to make. Story <laughs> gets better. So Carolina, okay. Carolina names Kyle Allen the starting quarterback, and I send you a trade. Kyle Allen for a 21 first and you shot it down. And then like 10 minutes later, you sent me a message and you're like, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Send it back over again. And I'm, and I'm like, man, should I add a second to it now? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I he accepts it. Awesome. And then it was like, he didn't even make it through the game. He, got in, <laughs> he was done with the season after like the first half. And uh, yeah, that turned into the one sixteen, AKA the one four. So I don't Let's know, look man. At my QBs here. So Andrew Luck in the third, Matt Stafford in the seventh, Nick Foles in the ninth when he was with Philly. So he was a starter at the beginning of the season. Yeah, Stafford. Well, Luck screwed yeah. you, but Stafford like had the busted back. How have things changed? You know, this is Super Flex League we're talking about, and Andrew Luck was in the third round. And now, granted, this was before we knew Andrew Luck was retiring. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Luck in the third, he'd be a locked in first rounder right now. Locked in first rounder if this is pre-retirement. This is crazy. I mean, there's eight, eight or ten quarterbacks in the first round of of startups right now. So yeah, Luck Luck retired. Stafford went down middle of the season. Nick Foles lost his job to or no Nick. Oh, so he broke his collarbone, right? Was that the collarbone year when the Jacksonville? Oh, that's right. Oh my god, that's what it was. That was the Gardner Minshew year. Yeah. So I, I just yeah, you had a terrible. And I time. still and I still got to the championship. Right. I had no, and I was just like, oh my God, this is going to be so low because his team is terrible. I don't know how, like, you, like, well, you, but look at this. It was like, just smoke and mirrors, like, into Nick, the playoffs. Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, 
Chris Carson, Aaron Jones. Those are right. four of my top five picks. And then I picked up Kenyon Drake, too. Yeah, but the quarterbacks just killed you. Yeah, they did. So, yeah, this is a great league. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. I'm I'm like salivating over this. Now, now I have to look at my picks because I'm like, uh, I don't even know what picks I have. Yeah, well, you don't have any. You did buy Teddy Bridgewater about a month and a half ago. <sighs> you got to be kidding me with this garbage. <laughs> you bought, but you didn't. Uh, to be fair, you didn't pay a lot. You got Bridgewater and the three seventeen for your two twenty five. So what's oh. that? The two oh nine for Bridgewater and the three oh five. Yeah, whatever. I really should. I need to fire sale. Well, ugh, good Lord. I'm happy to. Yeah, I'm, I'm in on that. So the, we love the DDCL. We love the heavy tight end premium. And there's cool. I mean, there's cool people in it. Grant um, or Grant Barfield's in there. Uh, Dude, there's Patrick, names you can name. Yep. It's 48 people and half of them are. I have a question here and we never take questions. We never do the whole, hey, so-and-so is coming on tonight. You got any questions? You know what? I was drinking earlier today and I haven't right. really done any day drinking recently. <laughs> so I was like, let Not me pull the old. Does anyone have any questions for this motherfucker? He hasn't done any day drinking since Friday. Friday, he messaged me. Hey, I want to get, I want to record tonight. Was it Thursday or Friday? I can't remember. Oh, I've been drinking. You're right. I don't know when that was. I forgot. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, here's a question for Stompy specifically. How many Twitter handles oh, will it take before you accept you have a problem? <laughs> oh, I, I accepted I had a problem a while ago. Listen, <laughs> if you look at what I did, like, and how fast I came up and like how many things I was doing. I absolutely have a problem. That was from the Dynasty Roast, who part of the DDCL. He's the man. He makes fun of me, too. <laughs> Generally, we do trades late, but since we're in the DDCL talk, sure. I made a DDCL trade this week. What was I that? Did. Well, it involved the notorious Deshaun Watson. Oh, Oof. that's right. Oof. And I was pissed. Well, not pissed, but <laughs> I thought I was on the verge of making a Deshaun Watson trade. And then you swooped in and then made a Deshaun Watson trade. Now, were you trying to make a Deshaun Watson trade with the same person? No, I oh, did. Okay. I did have an offer there, but I was not negotiating with him. I offered him a while back. A great uh, deal for yeah. you, by the way. Well, actually, I'm not so well, sure. We'll see. There's still mm, a, lot yeah. <laughs> a lot to be determined about this trade. I forget. After, after I forgot. We, we, we'll get Pump the, the brakes on that one. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. It was Who a great knows? deal for you, uh, like yesterday, I guess. Look, if he do, if he does not go to prison, it's a great deal for me. If he goes to prison, I've just fucking given away some shit. I just don't know how he plays again. I, I don't think he can play ever again. There's too much smoke. I like, can't even mm, breathe. I feel like this is a one-year suspension kind of situation. I, mean, I hope anyway. March the 18th, I proposed Jared Goff and the 138, so the 110, for Deshaun Watson. And this was back when everything was first kind of starting. You know, I was just making a low ball offer. I revoked it. And then I think he updated his trade bait. If I see a trade bait update and I see something I like, I'll immediately send. And so I sent a couple offers. But to him, I sent Jared Goff and the 138 for Deshaun Watson and a 22 third. So I added a third on that side. Still thinking whatever. He countered with Jared Goff and Corey Davis. Now, I just didn't understand the, I want Corey Davis instead of the 110. But that's the route he went, and that's the route I took. So I now have Deshaun Watson on my team, who may or may not play in the NFL again. But I figured, I, I like to take a risk. I like to take a high-impact risk. If it hits, it's a huge ROI. So then I would have Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson. And I got to keep my 110. So I want to take into account that that 110 in this rookie draft format everyone's going to be taking players there's going to be some players that slip through I, i'm guessing that are going to slip through the cracks yeah. that 
yeah, yeah. normally be 110 that you're going to get at the 115. I'm guessing that I'll be able to grab a quarterback at 110. Now, I hope it's not Mac Jones because it's it's hard for me at. to say about Mac Jones because I didn't like Justin Herbert last year because I thought he was kind of a mediocre prospect and he annihilated the league last year. Yeah, that's true. It looks like he's maybe the, well, God, that's hard to say. I can't say maybe the most pro ready besides Trevor Lawrence. And when you're in in a in a, a situation like the 49ers where they have an elite defense and they have a window here, it makes sense. But what is his ceiling, I guess? Because like, does that make sense in terms of maybe and, and maybe the fact that they're keeping Jimmy G there says, okay, we're going to get Justin Fields, let Jimmy G play, and then we'll have Justin Fields from then on. I hope that's what it is. See, I think they're actually maybe looking at Trey Lance. That's how I feel about it. Point being that I think it's a good idea to get a quarterback who can sit for a year because yep. I think Trey Lance's ceiling, I think Justin Fields' ceiling are both higher than Mac Jones. Court of public opinion as well. No one's going to be beating the drum for Trey Lance as they will be for like a, a Justin Fields or a, yeah. a Mac Jones if they're with that draft capital as well. So Yeah, you know. I'm really just hoping Justin Fields slips a little bit. I could snag him at a discount in some, sure. some auction leagues. and There later have been some Atlanta like Falcon trade chirps. Have you heard those? Yeah, I have. And, and I think it's a good move by them if they can get some value. If they can get the capital the Dolphins did for that, shoot, go ahead, move down, grab some well, extra. If you want two more years out of Matt Ryan or whatever. I just, that's my thing is I don't know what they're doing. Neither do they. They can go three routes. They can pick Panesuo. They can go with a quarterback or they can trade down. There's so many pieces away. Exactly. Listen, right. this is such a deep offensive line draft. They're crazy. It's either quarterback or trade the pick to someone that wants a quarterback. It's got to be trade the pick. I mean, that's you insane. have to. You cannot waste an opportunity to accumulate picks. I mean, look, let's adopt the dynasty mindset here. You want to build your team. Jets, they have a ton of picks the next two years. So I don't know. And they're going to squander it because they're going to pick Jeff Wilson. Oh, Stompy, this guy with his negativity, man. Who Who the hell is that? Jeff Wilson? Jeff Wilson, the running back of the 49ers? Yeah, Zach Wilson, fellas. Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. They're going to squander this and go Zach Wilson, and it's going to be. Like, to me, lot. if you're going to take a swing, take a swing on, like, elite upside. Do you think he's Peyton Manning and Tom Brady? No. So why not take the guys that are mobile, can create plays, and don't necessarily have to be the best passers to be effective? Hey, you know what? In Joe Douglas, I trust. I, so that's all I can say right now. That's all I can do. You don't have a choice. But you do have to make a decision now about that display on the wall behind you. You lost a member of your family. I'm a Sam Darnold guy. I'm a Sam Darnold truther. My brother-in-law got me this for Christmas. Came in a big fucking big box. And holy shit, this thing is like an actual size. This Sam Darnold fathead. We've been looking at it since the beginning of the pod, and it's going to come down. This when is the shrine to the death of Sam yeah. Darnold. On the got a really? bunch of fathead stuff back there. Right. New poster. It's a death wall. <laughs> With a dead quarterback. I know. It's going to be a fucking Zach Wilson. I've had a lot of analysts on and Gridiron Scholar really turned me on to Zach Wilson. He had watched him live because back then he said there was no other games on because it was COVID. That BYU is the only team that was on. Have TV. you guys seen Zach Wilson? It's going to be really weird having an underage child on your wall back there. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, well. wasn't Sam Darnold an underage child? Yeah. <laughs> I had to break the news to my daughter that Sam Darnold's not going to be. She knows all about Sam. Sam Darnold and she was like it was like it was because of the bad coach and I was like yeah it's because of the bad coach I'm like we will still root for him I hate well. Dan Snyder Dan Snyder can suck my wiener <laughs> Patrick on the skins is gonna be fun it's 
to QB one this year if he plays the whole season? No. I mean, that's tough just because of all of the mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. Fitz is a mobile quarterback. Well, he's he's mobile in a can get away from pressure. (laughs) He's not mobile in a can run for eight hundred plus. Yard. Yeah, he's the gut out the uh the seven yards when you need six guy. Perhaps. I would yeah. say front end QB two. I think he's a great like QB two for um super wow. flex and win now. One hit wonder. Well, I mean so, it all depends on if they draft someone as well, obviously. Okay, so if, if you're in a startup right now, how far down the QB list are you looking at Ryan Fitzpatrick? I'm not drafting fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick. Why not? I'm not drafting Fitzpatrick. I'll take him in the twenty-fifth round. Yeah, I'll take him as like my fourth quarterback. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But when you're in round 15 and Ryan Fitzpatrick is there and no. you're choosing between him and some backup running back, you might as well pick up the, the one-year quarterback. Oh. I'll, I'll just go ahead and take Fitzpatrick over Roethlisberger because I'm not sure that Roethlisberger – what I saw at the end of last year looked very old. Bye, bye Deontay Johnson. Dude's going to be a PPR monster this year. Because he can't throw the ball more than six yards. Yeah. Okay, Stompy, I got one for you. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Drew Locke? I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) I believe – I'm going to have to go Drew Locke because I believe in him more than a lot of people. I think I've made that fairly obvious. I I just think he had so many things go against him to start his career. He he started with a thumb, a broken thumb in surgery and didn't start until week 13. Put up five games there. I mean, he was four and one. No, no, (laughs) no, he had one game against the Texans. He was trash in the other four games. He was they not. Got- just because. <laughs> just because. No, is Justin, is he, You are you trying to egg me on? No, yeah. I've been I've been anti-Drew Locke before you Oh, yeah, he doesn't like Drew Locke. That's the thing. But, I, but this is where I will nail you to the wall. He also hates Quentin right? Cephas, so I hope you're not a Cephas guy. He's a big anti-Cephas guy. No one's a Cephas guy. Come on now. <laughs> I don't give a shit about okay. Cephas. So in that first game, in that first game he played, he had 134 yards. Something like 98 of them were in garbage time. There were like 48 yards or 50-something yards in the last drive for nothing. Hold on. And then another junk time. He got gifted those two touchdowns. One of them was on a – was they received the ball on a turnover on like the 19-yard line. So he goes for 134 yards and two tutties and a pick. He had a big monster game against the Texans. A monster game against the Texans, although the Texans had the worst pass defense in the league. And then he was trash again. He was trash. He was trash. He was bad against Kansas City. I will give you he was bad against Kansas City. But how is I like how his first start, he completes 64% of his passes, has two touchdowns, gets a win as a rookie, and he's trash. Less than five yards an attempt. That's you- fine. It was literally his first game. It yeah. doesn't matter. That's not good. I, I, I am just saying. I'm just saying. And I, I get where you're coming from. That's not I'm good because saying- then he followed it up with a with a worse second year. And again, you know, I like I said, got, you got to let me lay out the entire story before you break in. Ahead, interrupt me. No, fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> Damn it, Stumpy's gonna start throwing. Hold shit. on, let me. He's stomping no, right now. So here's why, and and I get why people are skeptical. I understand. I mean, I I don't know if you saw it, but me and Hogue were having this argument out on Twitter. Oh, that's day. right. Yes, Hogue loves. Uh, yeah, he he's uh, one of the last Drew Lock truthers. No, no, I am. Hogue. Hogue, Hogue. John Hogue was a recent guest on the show. We got into Drew Locke, and he said he had just jumped off the bandwagon. He said he was the last one on the bandwagon, but you are still there. I'm right here. I'm just this argument against John. Lindellians is still right. on the, the Drew Locke so bandwagon. My, well, anyway. my thing last year was I think he 
he was just up against, especially for a second year QB. And John Ho pointed out that, oh, well, Herbert was brand new coming in. I'm not saying Drew Locke's Herbert. I'm not saying that. Nobody can say that. He's not Patrick Mahomes either. And I don't think he needs to be in order for the Broncos to be, be good. But point is he lost, was in a brand new offensive scheme with Pat Shermer that he didn't get to actually work with physically because of the COVID because he had to be away from people. He didn't get a throw with Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler this off season. There was no workouts. Cortland Sutton went down in the second game of the season with a torn ACL. KJ Hamler missed significant time. Albert O missed significant time though. That's not the biggest issue. Fant was in and out of games too. Well, Fant Fant had his injuries. Uh, Judy had his drops. Tim Patrick was basically the only bright thing from last season. And then, and I I forgot to mention, he lost his starting right tackle before the season even started. And they were like the 25th ranked offensive line in the league. And Drew Locke needs more protection he just he's going to be a better pocket quarterback so who do you like in the first round do you think there's a chance they go quarterback listen if justin fields is there absolutely now that the panthers are out of the qb qb conversation you're looking at a situation where someone could drop to the nine spot i don't want it to be trey lance because the broncos have just taken on three straight projects and there's no one to mentor trey lance on the broncos he needs that veteran that can that can kind of teach him the ropes. I think Justin Fields as a passer is more refined and he can be a 500-yard rusher in, in the NFL, which is yeah. humongous. And I, I think the thing, and, and the more I think about it, if they do trade, I want them to trade up for Justin Fields because I think, and we've seen it time and time again, where Lamar Jackson was effective even in his rookie season just because he was able to run around. Uh, Kyler Murray, though, not as effective as a passer, was effective as a, a runner. Um, Jalen Hurts was effective last year. The, I mean, the Eagles weren't good. They didn't win, but he was an effective quarterback. Josh Allen, the same way. So I feel like with that defense plus the offensive weapons they have, Justin Fields could start right away and it wouldn't, their odds would not be, I don't know if they would be better, but they sure wouldn't be worse than with Drew Locke. With the, the Niners expected to take Mac Jones, this guy could be a huge smokescreen, obviously. And the- I, I really think it is. I just, yeah. I cannot imagine that. I don't get it either. Assuming the Jets go Wilson and, okay, even say the three is up for grabs or whatever, if, whether if it's Mac Jones, where does Mac Jones land in Superflex draft? With the draft capital in a rookie Superflex draft, where does Mac Jones land? Where does he get selected if he lands in San Francisco? Well, I mean, if he's picked in the top five, he's he's a shoe in to be a starter for at least four of those years. Daniel Jones. Right. Or at least three of those years. I shouldn't say at least three. They have the, the fifth-year option, but right. he would play at least three of those years. The fifth-year option is now fully guaranteed, too. The so new CBA, if the team picks up the fifth-year option, it's, it's not injury guaranteed. It's fully guaranteed guaranteed that's good that's I learned that yesterday listen these guys have to go like they're quarterbacks they're valuable in superflex and even like two years ago with daniel jones even though he's dropping to the back of the first if he's there you got to take it yeah. of course well he was picked six overall he's going to start for at least four years like these guys aren't going to just unless something absolutely detrimental happens Josh these Rose. guys aren't just going to yes right <laughs> john watson <laughs> these are guys aren't going to oh. play and they're going to be starters so yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like I, I get it that you don't may not like a quarterback, but every quarterback that's taken in the first round in the first round of the NFL draft should be taken in the first round of a super flex draft. This brings us to the Dynasty Trades HQ OG HQ one listener league where you took over an orphan 
after mm-hmm. the first or second season. It was a piece of garbage, by the way. Thanks. It was. To whom... It was very garbage. Like yes, it was. It was a very. Uh, it it was, was not a purposeful tank, is what it was. I, I, I would say. I would say it wasn't neglected. I just. I just think the person that had it just didn't know how to handle it. I would. I would. Why? Well, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you, you guys have talked about the league on here? Right? Yes. Qu- quite a bit. So yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want a challenge. In terms of fantasy football, do a 16 team super flex <laughs> because guess what? There's only 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Stompy, when I drafted my team, my quarterbacks were Derek Carr and Ben Roethlisberger. Oof. In a 16 teamer, I realized shortly after the first season that if I hung on to those guys that this team would be an absolute train wreck. Absolute with no with no recovery options. So oh, wait, I, did I have been oh I did have been Roethlisberger and Derek Carr on this did team. Did you somehow end up with them? Oh yeah I did. <laughs> it's a monumental league. 16 yeah. team. Dompy took over a team that was uh, ground zero. I don't know what I'm gonna do now with Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, and the potential for Trevor Lawrence. You're such a pile of shit. Justin Herbert's available, by the way. Oh, dude. Okay, so, so Stompy. For everyone listening, Herbert is available. Herbert is available. All right, so I feel like that was a little slight at me here because I have a trade that I sent to Stompy that's been sitting there since. Yeah, so oh, I, saw it, I remember what happened. I saw it, and I was like, shit, this isn't like an automatic... Uh, reject. I, I saw it and I was like, now, now listen, now let me tell you, everyone knows your love of Lamar Jackson. Let me explain why I sent this trade. Because oh, there is look at, look at. What's that? Oh, Lamar Jackson. Justin's, Justin's uh, interest has been peaked. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a trash player. So Lamar Jackson was out there. So here's the background. I've heard from Aton, former guest, he said on the show that you were a fan of Derrick Henry. Is that true or not? I think Aton traded me Derrick Henry right. at one point, Maybe. and I won I won that league. Uh, so that being said, I'm just like, Stompy likes Derrick Henry. I know he likes Lamar Jackson. No, he- I like running backs. I we want to hear the running. offer! No, I don't <laughs> want to hear the offer! <laughs> All right, I'll shut up. Jesus. I'm a running backs guy too, man. I'm a running backs guy. Hence, have you seen my team? I'm, you know, see all the running backs on that. I hear the offer. <laughs> all right, Justin, the offer goes like this: Lamar Jackson and Derrick Henry for Justin Herbert and DK Metcalf. What do you think, man? Larry, you know, I mean, you you look at my roster and then tell me where I'm at in terms Let's, of my team. But yeah, but think about the awesome. intel that I received. That, you know, no, no, I get it. I get it. Like, and here, here's the thing: it's a, it's a good offer. Like, it's a good offer. Yeah, yeah, it is. If that's a competing team, if, a yeah. If offer. I was competing, I would love this because I don't really have any running backs. That's the thing. You have nobody. But I'm not gonna do anything with the. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like using Derrick Henry for a one year or two years, whatever. With so the re- the reason you. I, I, let me let me look at the trade that I made with Shane. Uh, it was a big one. Well, no, so yes, right. you made this trade oh, with Shane Miller. This happened recently. This is the most recent trade in this league. Outhouse made the most recent trade. Outhouse, Josh Jacobs, and Robert Woods. It must have been before we what? turned it over to twenty twenty one. Right, right. Because the only trade you've made in this. Since the rollover was Eckler and Boyd for Metcalf, a 23 second and a 23 third from Outhouse. I gave up Kirk Cousins and Cortland Sutton for Herbert. Nicely done. And then I got a couple picks too. Yeah, nicely done. And then I traded Boyd and Eckler for DK. So I'm getting young quarterbacks, wide receivers, so I can build around them. Yes. Yeah. But now I'm realizing I don't have any picks to build 
anything. So yeah, I mean, your first I pick all is, of these guys anyway. Your first pick is two eleven. I think is that right? Yeah. So Justin, Justin Herbert's available. <laughs> So, why can't you tell? Why can't you tell me Justin Herbert's available? Why you tell him? Because he has one hundred and one and what? And one hundred and three and one hundred and something and one ten. That's why. Nineteen <laughs> seconds. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but my problem Stumpy is I've already got two of the top three or four quarterbacks. Okay. I'm about, to, I'm about to have another one on the roster, and I have the one hundred and three who, in this format, cannot be anything but a quarterback unless I trade. Cannot be anything but a quarterback. But now you have three elite quarterbacks. Yeah, I know. And you're trying to offer me Justin Herbert. What the and fuck? And I'll give you DK too. <laughs> Dude, well, I don't know why I'm excluded from all these talks. Because, because you can't give me anything to rebuild. <laughs> you're, you're also missing a tight end. You don't have any tight ends. I don't have anything. Larry, Larry. I'm loaded at tight end. Larry, his team. I can throw a tight end in the mix, man. Larry, his team got the 102 this year and doesn't have a first rounder on his roster. Stop! He's trying to tell you he's not trying to win this year. That's what he is trying to tell you. Dang it! Just fucking listen to me, bitch. <laughs> I, well, no, I, I, I was, it was a trade that made me do a double because I was like, really? Oh, but then I was like, I don't like. This is a 101 in 2022 uh, roster. You got any yeah. startups this year, Stompy? I have not actually Plan i'm on? in so many goddamn leagues right now really just, how yeah. many leagues you in 20 plus at the very least oh yeah. you got to get that down to between like uh 12 and 15 realizing that but it's one of those things where a lot of these leagues are like industry leagues where you have like industry contacts them and you're like i don't sure. really want to leave i know there's some cool folks to play with and you know that they're taking it seriously but, but I, I mean cool. i've started so i'm in the middle of a rebuild on this i'm in the middle of a rebuild on several other teams so it's not like I'm not, I, I don't need to have the startup because I get the, the pleasure of trying to flip all of my players right. for picks. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, speaking so, of startups, I was about to say, I'm in nine right leagues, but I have one more league, one Whoa. more startup. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The Dynasty Hot Sauce Listener League. <laughs> oh, baby. It's happening, Stompy. It is happening. The very first Dynasty Hot Sauce Listener League. I guess we can call this one DHS1. Right, <laughs> is that what we call it? DHS one, great. You know what, man? Not taking your children, but DHS one. We are taking all of the great oh. settings that we've in encountered in our lives, and we are bringing it into the Dynasty Hot Sauce Listener League. This is going to be a fourteen-team Superflex tight end premium, one point seven five. I'm willing to go two point oh, man. I don't know. If that's <laughs> ready to go for that, man. I don't know. Stompy, what's your tight end premium preference? Two tight ends, one tight end. 1.5 1.75 i like one tight end i think i like 1.5 but i just i can't make kelsey that dominant little first down bonus perhaps the bonuses are all weird to me like i don't draft for bonuses maybe every once in a while with like okay you get big bonuses for like long touchdowns so tyree kills somebody that you want but in general i try not to draft with bonuses so my favorite is kind of a bread and butter super flex i usually like three i like extra flex so i like three flex one super flex and then tight end premium 1.5 nice yes i i like the first down bonus because for the tight end because i feel like who cares about the tight end so let's make them let's make them popular you know there's not even there's not 32 tight ends or there is but there, there certainly is, there is <laughs> so those are fun and so we're gonna have the 1.75 and whatever it's up for discussion but if you want to get in on this league you gotta send a dick pic to justin via 
However, social media you want to get in touch with them by send a uh, boil a rabbit and leave it on this back porch and make sure you leave your name and, and internet uh, Twitter handle or whatever or email or something so we know how to get back to you right so I know right. I know where the cops should visit. <laughs> so here's the thing like I know you guys and I know your sense of humor and I can't tell if this is actually a joke or not. You know that's what most people are saying. That's why I keep getting dick pics. Yeah. Like we joked about that, like John Hogue, we always talk about like, oh yeah, we're just going to tell him to send you, send you dick pics. <laughs> but I can't tell if that's a legitimate thing here. You know, my wife over. I know you week. too. My wife overheard last week, and I had to explain. I did. Okay. Have to explain. <laughs> no, I, 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 but uh, uh, but uh, it's kind of like, I, I feel it. like it's like a three or four week inside joke at this. No, this is like this is like six or seven weeks now. I had to go back and pull up the episode. <laughs> flies. I had to pull up the episode where we originally said send dick pics and let my wife listen and be like, look, I'm not actually asking for penises in my inbox. Yes, and if you are not on Twitter. Then you send an email to fflarrymonkey at gmail.com and you know, no need for the dick pic. It's fine. It doesn't, I mean, obviously, that I mean, when we talk about dick pic stompy, it doesn't have to be that per it doesn't have to be, it could be anybody's dick pic. It doesn't have to be you know, <laughs> we don't discriminate as far as dick pics right, go. There's no dick pic discrimination uh, going on on the hot sauce pod. But uh, oh, I'll tell you what. Everything's related to Stompy's Twitter. And and you getting kicked off Twitter. Everyone's enamored with the uh, listen, with sometimes you gotta be the heel. I dig it, man. No, I'm way. the heel, I'm the heel for fantasy. Did notice since I've been away. Things have gotten a little bit out of control a little squirrely in fantasy squirrely yes football, twitter squirrely. leave yes. it to the mississippi guy to bring in the correct and um, so i have taken it upon myself to start yelling at people again know what it's time for justin we always start this segment off with one of these ready know what that means it's time to chug your beer gentlemen oh, waterfall no. almost if i was this next gentleman then i would be chugging anything that you put in front of me because this is the deshaun watson value check deshaun watson or ronald jones or cole Komet. what (laughs) that happened happened, this is in super flex this is super flex let me break this for the people every single week we do a deshaun for the last you know god knows how long it's been going on but it has been going on quite some time i go into the dlf trade finder which pulls my fantasy league trades that involves whoever you punch into the parameter. It's a great tool. So it's a great, it is tool. A great tool to give you an idea of what you might expect in a trade, what you might be thinking about offering. It gives you a ballpark, kind of what a feel of how you should be approaching a potential trade. So what I do, what we do every week, we punch in Deshaun Watson for a 12-team league, April 2021, Superflex, and I hit filter results, and then boom, with Watson, a fir- for the one one this year and a 2022 first round okay. pick. Gotcha. And then Edwards and Traquan Smith, you know, filler okay. for Wentz, Mixon, Michael Thomas, and the one four. Ooh, with that one four. It's no, two- it's Trevor Lawrence. Like, I just, I can't. It's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. It's Trevor Lawrence. Like, Wentz, uh, Wentz is, I think, going to have a reemergent season, but. Right. He, he definitely doesn't have the ceiling of Trevor Lawrence. But you also don't have the potential rap sheet. But you have Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Tell me what you think about this one. The 1-1 or Watson and Juju? 1-1. Uh, I'll take 1-1. Uh, I'll take Trevor Lawrence easy. That occurred on 4-3. 
don't think it's a bad trade. I just would rather. I'm happy with that. It, it's just it's the element of the unknown with Deshaun Watson because right. as the NFL started to crack down on these things, like we haven't had anything. You guys are gonna love this one. We've not had anything. Yeah, no, no, not going to have the discussion, but it's it's a situation that we've never seen before. Right, absolutely. And we have no right. idea how the NFL is going to yeah. handle it. It's like when they, well, it's not like this at all, but it's kind of like redefining a catch. Like It's something brand new again. Oh, oh, this is a catch now. That's a catch. Like, oh, wow, this, now this, we got this, like Robert Kraft defined the rub and tug, and now it's just like, oh, wow, Deshaun Watson took this to a whole nother level. Anyway. A whole nother level. Deshaun Watson. Oh, you're going to love this one. Watson and Kenyon Drake or Winston and Derrick Henry. Winston, Derrick Henry, not close. Ooh, baby. Yep. I, I hope you guys aren't aren't the Taysom Hill people. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> like, they're just, there's no way, there's no way he's going to start be, for New Orleans this year. To the hot sauce pub. No, 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 no. Like, listen, Jameis is a is a starter this year. Yeah. Watson is not. I love fucking Jameis. Kenyon Drank is behind Josh Jacobs. He'll get some touches. Who is the wide receiver? Sorry. Or no, it's Derrick Henry. Get out of here. Derrick Henry, yeah. Two weeks ago, it was Deshaun Watson or Joe Burrow. Now. Yeah, it's wild. Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, and Josh Reynolds. Watson for Rodgers and Reynolds. Tennessee. I would do that 100%. I would have done. I think was this. This had to be before all of the news. This stuff, was. Right? Uh, this was actually five days ago. This was on April first. April Fools. <laughs> Isn't Aaron Rodgers like thirty six and just had it the best 37. year of his career? No, he's thirty. He's going into his thir- his age thirty eight season. I think. <laughs> Regardless, he literally just had an MVP season. He did. That's true. He did. And you, he's worth more than Watson at that point. Well, since Watson will most likely be in prison, that's a no. Jo- Josh Reynolds went to Detroit. He can get. It's stop, stop, stop. This is just this is just Aaron Rodgers versus Deshaun Watson. That's fair. I'm but really I'm, no, no, you gotta let me get my my, my licks in for these these we small don't care guys. About Josh Reynolds. Do it. I don't even know where he went. I think he he's a Tennessee. I think he went to he's the new Corey Davis. Oh good. No, he's not. Get out of here. <laughs> it's AJ Brown and no one. And no one. AJ Brown and Josh everybody walked. They're I like, literally now, like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, who the hell are they going to pass it to? AJ I Brown and I thought about that too. I was like, holy shit, who does Tennessee have? Derrick Henry is finally going to get targets. Derrick Henry is going to get the 100 targets. He just Could you imagine Derrick Henry and like just giving it to him in an open field? When he has caught the ball, he's been redonkulous. Yeah. Are you ready the for this? The problem is he's not great at catching the ball. But Holy when God. he catches the ball, dude, he had like a 90-some-yard reception a couple years ago, didn't he? Here's a no-brainer. I feel like any – okay, Deshaun Watson or Deontay Johnson. Yes. No, I'm, I'm done. I want Deontay Johnson over Watson anyway. Wow, wow. nice. Wow. This guy got Deontay Johnson, Keyshawn Vaughn, and two 22 firsts. Wow. Listen, wow. Deontay Johnson just put up a spectacular season as a – You as love as Deontay as, Johnson. You referenced him earlier. I love him. But what about you, what about Deontay Dropson? No, I get that, and I do. And but when young wide receivers deal with things like that all the time, I mean, Devontae Adams was dropping the ball his first two seasons yeah. too. I don't think like don't take it as a oh I'm comparing apples to apples here. But the point is, young wide receivers can have growing pains. But 
The fact remains is he's, it's hard to say this because Claypool's on there, but either Claypool or Deontay Johnson as like the electric playmaker on that team. And that Deontay whole, Johnson, like he gets so much space per route. His target spacing is ridiculous. And we've already talked about it. Ben's probably not going to be thrown deep a ton. So Deontay Johnson's probably in for another 150 targets like he did, almost did last year. Even yeah. with Juju soaking some of that up, soaking up that target share. Juju he, was there last year, right? They've all been fighting injuries and stuff and he was but, dropping a bunch of balls. Hey, going back to the drop thing that's the whole reason why i'm still high on jerry judy because i don't think that the drops are something that i'm going to worry about well, and it, but it's not like with judy specifically it's not like you saw that kind of thing in college right yeah he's never been a drop i think he was just a rookie that had a little bit of the year. Oh, yeah. DeAndre Johnson's a playmaker. He got 144 targets last year mm. in 15 games in PPRs especially like that dude is going to get 150 targets over a thousand yards and could reach double digit touchdowns easily. That 144 targets in 15 games is nuts. I mean, yeah, his yards per reception is 10.5. I don't care because it's PPR. We're banking on, you know, Jarvis Landry. Right. You know, Which is perfect care. for like wide receiver three, four. Justin's an Atlanta Falcons fan. So we don't know where he's going with that. There's not much to talk about over here on this scene. I'm sorry. Like they're stuck. What are they doing? They, they want to respect their veterans, but at the same time, like they're stuck two years in the they're past stuck two right years. Yeah, well they're stuck and they're stuck for the next two years with those i contracts. mean you're gonna and, and you have calvin ridley you're gonna waste calvin ridley do you think they stay at four they should I no i think they should move back and get more picks i think they should move back to yeah. let somebody move into that four spot yeah it's true i falcons need capital and they're not gonna change everything with the quarterback right now it, to me if fields is there i would love to take fields at four but i don't think they're going to so if they yeah. can move back and let you know, say the Broncos move up or the Eagles. I mean, I could even see the Patriots trying to make a move. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, I do like Locke. I know you don't, but like, yeah. if Justin Fields is there, he could be a 10-year franchise QB. Like, it's hard. I to love play. Justin. He's my QB too, and it's not even close. Yeah, I agree. The whole Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, and then another tier and Matt Jones, that doesn't do it for me. Do you think this um, Justin Fields thing's a black quarterback thing? Yes, absolutely. Like Lamar Jackson had to had to go like twenty eighth, yep. and everyone wanted him to go to wide receiver. The answer's like well, the Jalen Hurts was the same old. way. I mean, I saw in response to I think I, something I had said, but somebody said, you know, people were arguing about it. Somebody had said, you know, it's not every black quarterback that gets this treatment but it seems like it's only black quarterbacks that get that treatment look at the mitch trubisky patrick mahomes deshaun watson situation come on it, yes i i do and i don't want to get too far down the racial road but absolutely i think it's one of those it's a thing know, like it's it a is. known there's thing a there's a stigma in the nfl world against black quarterbacks, and it's gross because half of the league is black starting quarterbacks at this well, point here's, this is the thing it also comes from the top and you have these owners oh, that absolutely the old oh you're drawn. talking about the elite billionaires sure yeah yeah it all trickles <laughs> down from them and i mean they're all super well racist. you remember when the the houston texans owner said you shouldn't let the inmates run the prison of course i also remember oh, when uh, okay what's you racist pile of shit i remember when what's his face from the carolina panthers told cam new and he like he goes you're not getting no any tattoos dude was uh they took down his statue and like he's uh in shame called out as a racist i can't remember i think he was a sexist too the owner of the Panthers. Panthers yep. The fact that we have guys like Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson before this whole situation and Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, these are some of the high-end elite quarterbacks that are carrying the league right now. I think it's moving to a little bit 
more of a positive feel. There's still progress to be made. Oh, what are you going to do with that? This is my the only jersey i ever paid a hundred dollars for it's right here that's a sam donald jersey for the, this an official yeah. i bought the night that they drafted him me and my brother-in-law both jets fans we both went on jets.com or whatever the hell you go on this is before i have like my chinese bootleg sites you know in china where i get, <laughs> I get a donald for 20 bucks so this was 25 dollars. and this is my other donald jersey i have two sam donald jerseys a hundred dollar one and a, a like a twenty seven dollar one. Can you tell the difference between the two when you're holding? Oh, them? Well, they're, they're, well, one's the old uh, uniform and then like this is the old uniform. I mean, quality wise, can you tell the difference quality wise? Uh, they feel pretty good. The the the, the Chinese one is well a uh, way better made. It's it's like it's like it's like legit stitched. Like right, these are right. stitched on numbers, whereas the other one is just whatever. It's just like uh -huh. I want to give my thoughts because I feel like I have to. I'm the Darnold guy. We didn't get a chance to, to touch on what it. Fuck? I, Sam Darnold. Good for him. Good for him. Good for Sam. I will always be a Sam guy. The Jets did him no favors. Fuck the Jets. When, when it comes to Sam Darnold, they should be ashamed of themselves. The lack of leadership. That's, a, of, that's uh, a floundering franchise. This, right this feels very bitter. No, the, no, no, the, the, the franchise is not floundering right now. The franchise is in better shape. Disarray. It's, it's been – no, no. The franchise currently is in the best shape it's been since Bill Parcells took over. And he was not in charge for very long, but the, fran mm. the Jets as a franchise have been super terrible all but – I mean, I'm not even gonna, Rex Ryan, whatever, man. That was just, all right, good for Rex Ryan, but the, the Parcells had had this running, and then everything kind of fell apart. Rex Ryan did his thing, uh, two two championships, so give him credit for that. I mean that, but uh, yeah, everything's been terrible. But I feel like Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, they have things happening right now. I like Robert Sala a lot. There's though. a lot. I mean, he should have been a coach last year. He should have been a head coach. Uh, so for the Jets to get him is just unbelievable. I mean, I, all this is all because of Joe Douglas. And what's funny is the only reason Joe Douglas was brought on as the Jets GM, and he signed a big-ass contract. He signed a six-year deal, which is above average for a, a GM contract. He was turned on to the Jets by Adam Gase. He's a he's Ugh. a Adam Gase connection. Adam Gase brought him to the Jets. So fuck it. if Adam Gase did anything for the Jets. I'm ha this. I've never been this excited about a general manager before. I'm not going to say pedigree, but he has the mentorship of Ozzie Newsom, one of the greatest GMs in the history of, of the sport. He's an offensive lineman, former offensive lineman. So he has that mentality. I mean, that's how you build a team. I don't know why why I know this. And, and no one else knows this in the NFL. Yeah, you should GMs call Larry Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a great GM, right, Justin? I'm I'm, I'm yeah, getting those picks, man. I'm always absolutely. getting those picks. Drunk by four, making random trades. I'll tell you what, man, I feel like I could do a lot better than the fucking Jets have the last few years. I mean, that's fuck not you. a high bar to set. The Broncos and the Falcons, yeah, you're fucking well. well the Broncos have had a tough time. They've had their day in the sun. They have the weapons. Best Once defense in the league. Here's Once one thing I wanted to say. I, I see all these mock drafts and these fucking mock drafts. Everyone's all about it, and they're fun. They're awesome, and you know they're fun to get upset about and burn your head over. I, I don't want to see a fucking defensive anything defensive related drafted to the Jets or mocked to the Jets. Just fucking just take take ten offensive players. Just load up the offense. Who cares? <laughs> Who overload? I don't care. I don't care if we have nobody at cornerback. I don't care. We have nobody at edge. 
I don't care. We've neglected the offensive side of the ball forever. I see all the dynasty rankings, and every year I'm just like, the Jets will take a fucking running back, and I'm like, that guy's not even in the top 20 of my fucking DLF rankings. You know, I'm like, <laughs> he's not even on fucking dynasty nerds. Like, why? Well, he's not anywhere in the, any of these rankings. Like, I've never heard of fucking uh, Elijah McGuire before. As far as rankings go, he was not a ranked guy, and everyone's just like, oh, Elijah McGuire, he's got a shot here. You know, no, he doesn't have a fucking shot, man, because you, you can't take these guys in these late rounds Ugh, it drives me nuts so they, they load up on defense their offense fucking blows it shows they don't have an offensive line to speak of and it's they, they, they're the lowest scoring team in the nfl that's what happens when you do not draft fucking offensive players this is now turned into the larry monkey complaint tower yeah this is the well, i wanted a shot well this is what happens when you let me drink five uh six beers before i get a chance to rant on the jets larry monkey uh, hates the jets no he loves the jets I just I'm upset that wow. I have to pull down this fancy he, fucking Larry Monkey just went third person. Larry Monkey's an adjective or a noun or a verb. It's very rare when Larry Monkey's a pronoun, right? Justin? No, it's pretty much every day with you. So, Stompy, what do you know about chickens? Because Justin has a chicken coop that he just... <laughs> I don't know shit about chickens, but one day I hope to have a coop. Well, I got, I got 10 chickens laying eggs. We got 17 the last two days. I love it. Rocking and rolling. I want to just move out to the country and get away. My chicken hose are working. Chicken hose. Nice. Yes. I'm excited about the draft. We are going to have a draft party. I don't know, Stompy, if you want to join us, you can pop in if you want, pop out. Yeah, I'll the link. We did a draft party last year and it was fantastic. We did a live show where we just talked shit about all the picks and, you know, it was a pick by pick live. We reacted uh, some. Yeah, it was yeah good a lot one. of re uh, first timer reactions. We had some get. We had a lot of folks uh, drop in for a round or two and um, it turned out to be a amazing evening so you're more than welcome stop in if you if you uh, yeah, man. have some time off you know if you want to drop in for a, a pick or two you want to pick on us because I, I got the jets i have two first round picks justin's got the fourth round pick with the falcons i got a oh, niner yeah, that's right yeah. you got the nine oh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be so an interesting fun. first round for us all three of us are gonna have an uh, exciting first round I'm a, I'm a little disappointed that cat is out of the bag with the zach wilson but you know what it's there's a bit of a relief it'll be i'm really excited to see what george Patton does for the broncos he had an excellent free agency period and i'm hoping that he makes a splash in, in that first pick you know real quick and then we'll let you go sam darnold what is he to you uh, could he be a potential lover or no could I, you see yourself dating sam darnold is one of my question that'd be weird because my name's sam um that would be that would be something you guys would have to talk about yep <laughs> yeah um each other honestly people keep saying like teddy bridgewater and sam darnold aren't that far apart and I disagree with that vehemently huh. because Sam Darnold has so much more arm talent oh my God. than Teddy yeah. Bridgewater. And, I mean, you look at their pass catchers. Christian McCaffrey wasn't healthy last year, obviously. DJ Moore had over 1,000 yards for a second straight season. Oh, Robbie Anderson had over 1,000 yards and had 136 targets. He led the team in targets. I got rid of a few of my DJ Moore shares. I don't know why. I just I just wanted to move on from him. And I'm, he I'm doesn't score touchdowns. I think they're going to score more because I think with Darnold, you can take more shots deep, mm -hmm. and he already has the chemistry with Darnold's younger than Joe Burrow. Yeah, there you go. But he, he already has the chemistry with Robbie Anderson, so it's not like he, he's going in without anybody to throw to. We know what Joe Brady can do with a passing offense. Yeah. Darnold, like I said, head and shoulders better arm than Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm actually pretty excited. I think it's a step up, and I think it's a step up for everybody because I think it ends up being that Carolina scores more, and that 
trickles down to the rest of the team. So four touchdown DJ Moore could end up getting six, seven touchdowns instead of four this year. Because I do believe that they're going to be better scoring team. First of all, I've Donald everywhere. I've I've always accumulated shares of Donald because of everyone values him at a. They don't value him. I'm the only one that kind of valued Donald, so I usually have him in all my leagues. The DDCL. You think I would have him? Four <laughs> other teams have him. I cannot get. Get. I've been trying to get Sam Donald for a while, and everyone I speak to in the DDCL is just like, you know, I, I still think he could be something, and that's just one of those random things where I'm just like, dang it, Mark Andrews of the three eleven or Sam Donald? Mark I'm Andrews. Sorry. Sam Darnold. What? You're taking Mark Andrews? Yeah. Dude, you talking about top three, top four tight end. Over a quarterback in Superflex? John Hogue would fucking John Hogue again. John Hogue doesn't know how to build fantasy teams <laughs> to win. I know how to build fantasy teams to win. I've been 2X or higher on all of my investments Ooh. over each of the five. You're bringing in the X? Years. Are you bringing in the X right now? Yeah. I've won a thousand or more dollars in each of the past five years from fantasy. <laughs> all right, ready? T Higgins. Or T Higgins, don't care. T Higgins. Ah, it's Darnold Cup or Gerald Everett. Oh, it's T Higgins. Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I'm trading Higgins for Darnold. Yes, you shush. I just put Sam Darnold on the block in a 16 team super flex. Oh my god, you got something? Let's see. So we'll see how that works out for next week. Okay, oh, there's one stompy you'll enjoy. Drew Locke or Darnold, the two six and the three six. I view them as kind of equal risk reward right now I'm it's about the weapons you think at that point for me which makes you a sam darnold no it's true lock are you sam darnold get out of here i you have weapons listen, no now you're going to start another argument larry i need to go to bed <laughs> listen Corlin Sutton, Jerry, Judy, Noah Fant. Those are your top three pass catchers. melvin gordon jay moore christian mccaffrey robbie anderson which one are you picking I'm taking Mel. I'm Get taking out of here. God. <laughs> Shut up, Larry. Wait, wait. Let's uh, do that trade again. Say that again. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. This is easy. Oh, baby. That's spicy. Easy. Locke and Darnold, though. You got to put on either side, too. I'll take Darnold anyway. So oh, This is easy. This I'm is the Christian McCaffrey? Cortland Sutton's better than T- DJ Moore. No, stop it. Ooh. You're talking about the guy with the – I'm a Cortland Sutton truther, thanks to Nick Whalen, by the way. Okay, CMC is the best receiver in the bunch. CMC the is best the best receiver of the bunch? Yeah, he's well, 100% not the best receiver of the well, bunch. Well, I mean, he, I mean based on production, sure. If you're he's basing that on production. That group. I don't think it's even a question. I don't have time for this. I don't have time. I got to go to bed. <laughs> all right, Stompy. You're going to make me start Where? yelling and getting all riled up. He's starting to sweat over there. Stompy, Stompy, let's do this, baby. Marty's sweating. I didn't mean to make you sweat. I wanted to get fired up today on purpose because stompy that's a big big guest we're in two leagues with him the leagues that we talk about the most in addition he's stompy which is that's hardcore like right there. My there what nothing maybe we'll have a an ulterior uh episode another time sounds we, good to me man. We, we can get into some scott fishbowl stuff but yeah, man. so he's a dynasty nerds uh, writer as well and i'm uh i'm at stomp bear pig on twitter so it's like man bear pig from south park but stomp bear pig Oh, uh, right for Dynasty Nerds. We'll see. I, I, I have an article going through Rotoviz right now, so we'll see if that gets published. I'll be around on podcasts and hopefully starting up Dynasty Diagnostic at some point here soon. Yeah, I like that show. Have you heard of it? It's the Dynasty Diagnostic. <laughs> you are so lit right now. <laughs> Stop it. You're lit, bitch. Let's do this. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Outsource Podcast.
Rogers. Talking Dynasty Football, baby.